Good morning and welcome to A Healthier You. I am your host, David Christopher, with my co-host, Vaughn. This morning, we're going to talk about ways of helping you to be healthier. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, David. Let's get right into it. You've got lots of information. Yeah, I do. Yes. What were we going to talk about today? <laughs> Dementia. <laughs> You're it happens, doesn't it? Yes. In fact, it's in the news a lot these days, it dementia. Is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and here's something interesting. Uh, Harvard, I take the Harvard Health Letter, you know, and uh, it talks about two studies just recently, you know, released. The one study out of Harvard showed that uh, dementia rates are coming down. Hmm. The one from Lancet from England show dementia rates are going up and are going to go up dramatically. Interesting. So... Who do you believe? Who do you believe? Well, as they said in, yeah, it's true. But as they said in this article, it's because they approached it from two different methods. One was tracking what's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And the other one is projecting what's happened going to happen in the future just from trends and things, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit more than that. And I, I kind of uh, side on the side of probably Lancet. And that's because I was listening to a, uh, I was watching a, a broadcast from Dr. Campbell out of England. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's an interesting person. When I first started listening to him um, and, and, you know, watching his videos, it's, it's like he was just standard, you know, rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, vaccines, vaccines, go, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very much for vaccines. And so when this COVID thing hit, I started listening to him. And he's got, oh, I don't know, um, a few million uh, subscribers all over the world, you know, mm-hmm. that listen every, every week. So anyway, he's quite influential. And the thing I liked about him is that even though he was pro-vaccine, he explained things very well <laughs> so that everybody can understand. You know? Right. So he's a very, very knowledgeable person and... Uh, taught courses in immunology and stuff, you know, but at any rate, uh, he um, explains things. And then he also, the, the main reason I, I watched him, even though I kind of disagreed with his end thought patterns, you know, mm-hmm. was that he presented facts. And as he presented these facts, as we're going along, it's like the facts were showing more what I believed than what he believed. And, uh, and, and then he started realizing it. Mm-hmm. And at uh, any rate, but he, whatever he believes, that's not the thing. He always presents the facts. And uh, he finally, they, they, they uh, gave him a strike, you know, on social media. Oh, yeah. You know, a fact check, you know. And he was so incensed. I mean, there's nobody in the world more fact oriented than Dr. Campbell. Right, right. And it's just that he was following the facts. He was saying, uh, wait, you're not watching this. You're not looking at this. And so he, he's not just following the facts from the CDC, mm-hmm. but he was following the facts from you know, the, the British medical health s- situation there, Sweden, uh, Denmark, uh, Germany, uh, Israel, um, South Africa, uh, the African continent, uh, Australia. I mean, he's following things everywhere, New Zealand, everywhere. And and that's where I got a lot of my information was from the facts. Right. 
you know, and and so he he was incensed that he got a strike, and they they, they questioned his fact. The, the, the fact checkers questioned his facts, right? Which were always right on, right? You know, exactly. So, any rate, as as has gone further and further, he's actually been able to find a lot of facts of of situations that uh, haven't been present um, in the media. Okay. So, um, t- t- furthering dementia. Okay. We have to realize exactly what's happening with dementia. And, um, you know, they, they blame it on um, these myeloid plaques. They blame it on <clears throat> high blood pressure. They blame it on um, about everything you can imagine. They, they, they blame dementia on, meaning they really don't know what causes it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you what causes it. Okay. This will never be found to be wrong. Uh, injury. True. You injure cells, and then um, the body has to deal with it. And one of the things it does is it forms these myeloid plaques as a protection. But then you get too much, and it's, it's an actual problem. But what, what happens is when you have a, a damage to tissue, the body has to repair it. And so you got this inflammatory process that happens. So when you say damaged or injury, <clears throat> um, is that because of? Bumping your head or an accident, or is it also something that happens with your lifestyle? Oh, a lot of different things, yeah. So, yeah, physical injury is one way to get damaged. Um, Putting chemicals into your body that get to the brain Mm -hmm. can then cause brain damage, cellular damage in brain cells. Um, And that's, that's probably the thing we're looking at. And we've been talking about that for a while. You know, and, and that's that, <clears throat> you know, they, they didn't uh, associate aluminum with uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that because they couldn't find traces of it. They do autopsy and they couldn't find traces of it because they didn't have equipment that was getting down to the nanoparticles. Mm. So once they had the equipment that would detect it, then they could detect these nanoparticles of aluminum and they found they were not just present, they were throughout the brain. Oh, wow. With, with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And uh, so as far as dementia is concerned, we can see that, you know, uh, cellular damage like that can contribute to these, this um, plaque buildup and then, of course, to the inflammation and, and to clotting, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that's what we're seeing here. So um, – We've been getting all kinds of uh, reports uh, from medical examinations and stuff, you know, of um, the spike protein Mm -hmm. causing damage in all parts of the body. But there hadn't really been any as far as the brain was concerned, you know. And then finally, um, a couple uh, requested a autopsy to find out exactly what caused their um, parents' death, the dad's death. Okay. And, and the guy did have Parkinson's disease, but he didn't die of Parkinson's disease. He just had Parkinson's disease. Okay. And so they uh, did the autopsy, and they found the spike protein. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the brain? Uh, yes, in the brain. Wow. So it got past the brain blood barrier and everything, and it, uh, they had these spike proteins there. Oh, wow. And... Um, 
the, the, the situation is that they started saying, well, see, you, you get this uh, virus and you're going to have a problem. You know, it's going to be throughout the body. So the autopsy didn't show that at all. You know how they knew that? How did they know? Because the, the vaccine will only produce the spike protein. Okay. The actual disease produces other things, other proteins, uh, specifically the nucleocapsid protein, which only occurs inside the nucleus of the cell. Oh, interesting. Of the virus, not, not our cell, of, of the, oh, virus. the virus. So you've got these spike proteins on the outside of the virus, and then you have this nucleocid protein on the inside. And that wasn't present in the guy's brain at all, which confirmed that it was not the disease, it was the vaccine that caused the problem. And the, the destruction of uh, brain cells and, and the buildup of plaque and the, and the um, uh, increase in inflammation and, and, and all the damage that's caused there was caused from the vaccine determined from the autopsy. The problem is that they don't do enough of these autopsies. Oh, exactly. Not just on the brain, but every place else in the body. Is it because people are not asking for autopsies? Oh, and they're not asking for it, and then the government is not demanding it. So it's not being done. Mm -hmm. If it's being done, then these things that are going out going, oh, it doesn't matter whether it's the vaccine or the virus, you're going to have these problems. Well, if yeah, they do the autopsy, matter. if you do the autopsy, it'll show for sure, for certain, which way it is. Mm -hmm. It'll show whether it's the vaccine, because it'll just only be the spike proteins, or it'll show it's the actual virus, because it'll have these nucleosid proteins that's only there with the virus, not there with the vaccine. Right. And so there's another thing with, uh, you know, it was, it was supposed to stay in the muscle. Yeah. And, and, and do its little thing of, of stimulating surrounding cells to produce the spike protein so the body would build up an immunity to the virus. They found out quite quickly that it didn't stay in the muscle and that it was gone after two hours. They found out that almost immediately it went every place in the body. And one of the places it went was um, uterus. Which is why there's been so many... It seemed to concentrate in the uterus. Miscarriages and, that, and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, again, we'll never know for sure until we do autopsies, and that's not being done. And then it's expensive and everything else, you know, but it can't be any more expensive than what they put into <laughs> the whole COVID situation. Absolutely true. Which did absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah, so at any rate... So there you go. They can tell, and they are, they are telling, and then now we're finding out that it's not the disease that's causing these deaths from, like, athletes and stuff. And, boy, the rise on those, it's amazing. It's like um, if you look at a chart, these, um, especially from VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Reactions um, reporting system, you know, mm -hmm. if you look at the, the adverse reactions to vaccines, 
it's fairly consistent. It's been it's been growing, but just fairly consistent. You know, it grows, but it's fairly consistent. And then uh, 2019 comes along when the virus came out, and there wasn't any rise in the incidents. But when 2020 came along, that's when they started doing the vaccines. See, they started a little bit in 2019, but it wasn't enough to affect the... No, that's because they didn't really, quote-unquote, have the vaccine until 2020. But it wasn't until they did the vaccine that the um, incidents spiked. Right. It was like 1,700% increase in adverse reactions that's crazy. being reported. That is so crazy. And the following year, I was way elevated, but not quite as high as that first one. You know, that shouldn't shouldn't that say something to people? I mean, you know, especially the medical field, the people working in the medical field. Wouldn't that, I mean, that kind of information um, shouldn't be lost on the people in the medical field. They should be very aware of that and think, what's going on with this? Maybe we better hold off, back down, and figure out what's going on because this is not a good result and not a good outcome. You know, and, and so none of these were even reported with that big spike. That's crazy. Do you know what was being reported? What? Where, where's the cardiovascular thing? Oh, yeah. That, that, that came off right off the bat. They, they saw that almost immediately, and yet they kept giving the vaccines. Yeah, because the it's not... The, the risk is not greater than the The outcome. benefit and the risk oh, yeah. relationship, yeah. And uh, I think the first one to, to bite the dust was the AstraZeneca out of Europe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost, it was, it was obvious. The, the incidences increased, not 13% or anything, uh, 100 and... Um, 101 percent. That's crazy. Increase. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the other ones were like 13 percent, you know, of, of really terrible adverse effects, you know. Mm-hmm. Not just the adverse effects, but the terrible ones. Um, and so, again, this is the first, as far as the brain's concerned, the connection with the brain. Mm-hmm. So how, how many, um, we'd have to look at the whole population and see, did the incidence of... Um, dementia increase? Did the severity start to in- increase? Um, and, and in all these diseases, did it make them worse? You know, and as far as the um, cardiovascular one's concerned, this is really interesting, these, these uh, spike proteins, and they were saying, well, they, they, they break off of the virus. Why would they break off? They were put on there, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, these these single spike proteins that, that are disassociated from the virus will get up into the bloodstream and then get into the endothelial tissue in, in the venous structure and then cause the immune system to react to them. And then you get this big inflammation thing going on and the clotting going on. And that's where they're getting these like one and two foot clots they're pulling out of the, right. the vascular system, mainly with autopsies, you know. But uh, uh, even with the live patients, are getting these long, 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 exactly. unnatural clots that mm-hmm. are forming. Mm-hmm. So it's causing this clotting problem. And, and the clotting problem is, is triggered by 
these spike proteins getting in there. And, and isn't that what the vaccine does? Is, is it sends the signal to your cells to produce the spike protein. So in other words, your, your body is actually producing the antigen, which supposedly then triggers the immune system to activity. But it only triggers it against that spike protein. And so what happens is the, the virus mutates and doesn't have that spike protein anymore. And so you're more subject to the um, altered one than you were with the, the original one <laughs> with, with actually less protection. That's crazy. Because what it does is, is it focuses your immune system on this one spike protein. Mm-hmm. And then you get the second booster, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's even more so. It's like putting blinders on a horse and then, <laughs> and then it, it only focuses on this one thing and then everything else that's happening around it, it doesn't pick up because it's focused so heavily on that. So you'd get three, four, five boosters. Your immune system can't function at all except against that spike protein. And th- this isn't assumption. This is science. Mm-hmm. This is this is what happens. Yeah, look at look it up. Look up. What's the name of the doctor? Doctor Campbell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his first name? Um, is it John? John. Yeah. Yeah, John Campbell. Um, you, um, everybody out there has has information at their fingertips through the internet. So so look up Doctor John Campbell and and see this for yourselves. And don't take our words for it. But um, it seems very likely that. Uh, much of the population has been duped by the numbers that have been coming out. Yeah, this last one with this, the um, don't tell any difference between whether it was a viral or if it's the vaccine. Right. Um, it was, let's see if there's a date, it says 13 days ago. Um, I don't see the date on it, but at any rate, uh, wow. They've got, he's got 2.7 million subscribers. Wow. And so far on this one, which is fairly recent, um, it was 823,000 people That's watched great. it. That's great. Yeah. So he's getting some information out. You might as well join in and be part of that so you can hear and get the true statements. Yeah. And then as far as getting back to dementia is concerned, yes. I just want to let you know that one of the ways you can get dementia is have things get in there that are going to damage brain cells, and then the body's reaction to that, and the inflammatory process starts. You know. So at any rate, um, here's the, some of the things that the medical profession is attributing to uh, dementia and things that can be improved. Low education. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. So they're suggesting, well, this you know. This is what Harvard says. Yeah. So they're saying, okay, start learning some stuff. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, they're saying high blood pressure. Well, high blood pressure doesn't cause the problem. High blood pressure is a result of the problem, and it's one of the ways the body has to deal with it. Okay. Um, hearing impairment, yeah, I can see where if you can't hear something, you don't pick it up and then your brain's uh, cell structure get, uh, gets weaker. You know, that, that's, um, of course, everybody knows this one, smoking. Um, midlife obesity, depression, physical inactivity, diabetes, social isolation. Well, isn't that exactly what they caused on their dealing with the virus? 
Right. They isolated everybody. Yeah. Oh, do you think dementia increased? It says right here that's what causes it. Well, now all the studies are coming out about how how awful it was for all of the children being masked and trying to do remote learning. Yeah, and, and they, they, never had, they never had any science on the masks, did they? No. In fact, they had just the opposite. They had a lot of studies showing that the masks were ineffective. They didn't have a lot of them showing the dangers. I remember seeing one of their stuff, you know, about, oh, we went around Disney World, you know, and we had a mask on, and the CO2 levels didn't increase at all. Well, not with the frickin' equipment they had, you know. Mm-hmm. So, again, new equipment gets new results. And so um, they were able to come up with some really sensitive equipment that didn't, like, put a, a child in a situation where, oh, I got all the wires attached to me and everything, you know. So, so they got this n- new equipment, and they were able to measure the um, levels mm-hmm. in the mask of CO2. You know, because p- people are going, oh, you know, the mask is a problem. It builds up CO2, and they're going, no, it doesn't. You know, so the medical profession said right off the bat, no, it doesn't. You know, and so they put out this little silly thing that didn't, they couldn't tell told, told that anyway. So now they got this real sensitive equipment. They put in the children's masks. And uh, the EPA says that if you get levels higher than 2,000 parts per million in a, in a room, then it's, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So they, they'd want to shut it down. The children's masks, the smallest amount of CO2 they found in, the ch- in children's masks, 4,000 parts per million. That's too much. And you know, those um, N95 masks? Mm-hmm. 25,000 parts per million. That is too much for poisoning our children. So I see these people out with these N95 masks outside by themselves, nobody around, wearing these stupid masks or driving with them on. I know. (laughs) Can you you say oxygen depraved? Yeah. And with being oxygen depraved, maybe you'll make some mistakes driving? Could be. Duh. Yeah, be careful. So anyway, things we should, should do to help with the dementia. Uh, walk briskly for 30 minutes, learn something new, eat a healthier diet. Yeah, we say that all the time, don't we? Uh, eat a healthier diet, uh, aim for at least seven hours of sleep, limit alcohol consumption. We don't say limit alcohol consumption. We say stop. Just don't right, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, spend time visiting a friend, person on or on the phone, improve your balance to prevent falls and reduce head injury. You know, if you're having problems with balance... Do yoga. Yeah, yeah. And that, that'll help great. train you not to, you know, to, to overcome the balance problems. Um, manage stress by practicing some form of meditation. And then, of course, yoga, you know, you're focusing on your breathing, and that really helps. So, and stop smoking, huh? Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think we'll have to add something to that with this newest information out, and that is stop taking these vaccines and the boosters. Well, and I think it's not only the um, COVID vaccine. I'm, COVID vaccine is playing into it tremendously because that's the newest thing on the market. But I think it's all the vaccines over the years that these children are required to take now. And now they're saying that's a requirement for children's vaccines. Yeah, that they're going to start doing the COVID vaccine routinely every year, just like a flu shot. And so, so they're going totally against science. The science showed that children weren't susceptible to the problem in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet if they did a real, real deep study, they couldn't find any, if, if maybe just a few, children that died from COVID that were healthy children. Mm-hmm. 
pre-existing conditions that they put the, this in the same category as old people, you know. Yeah. If they have a pre-existing condition, you're not going to die from the, the COVID vaccine. You're, I mean, from the COVID, you're going to die from the what you have, you know. Right. At any rate, I think we need to get back to science, you know. And, and, you know, just think about it. Who do you believe? A doctor, and they, they've got this uh, incidence of this doctor um, being arrested by the police, getting pulled out of the hospital because he suggested ivermectin. A doctor that was working there. That's, that's ridiculous. You know, and if you're going to be that way and totally disconcern yourself with science, you know, think about it. So you want to believe scientists that have no fist in the game, you know, that, that don't, aren't making any money off of it? Or do you want to believe the ones that are making money off of it? Hand over fist. And Dr. Fauci is making money hands over fist with this vaccine. Yeah. And maybe that's why they're pushing it. Maybe. It's for these bureaucrats. Maybe. You know, there we go. Well, anyway. it's, it's good for us to, um, to um, remember these kind of things, to look at all the aspects, to do the research, and to be able to make common sense decisions. And we need to make decisions according to today's science, not what they thought two years ago. Exactly. Until next week, be happy, have a healthier you.